Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Beatdown Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host for the Box Office Beatdown Show. We have Larry. Larry, how are you? Hey, I am doing all right. Very nice to hear from you. Larry, you know, I realize I do a, I wait, I do way too many shows. God. <laughs> like, I was like doing stuff today, and I was like, shows I got planned today. Like a dumbass. I told you to cancel that wrestling, but you don't listen. <laughs> so I was like, I, I gotta fix this. I gotta like make some time for myself because this is kind of crazy. <laughs> so I gotta do something, man. Because it's too much. I be talking too much. But <laughs> it's like appearing on people's shows, then doing our shows, then reviews, then news, then Hannah and I's show, then your you and I show. Now the wrestling show. Me and Brett. <laughs> Fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm almost <laughs> tired. I'm really. It's starting. I'm. I'm starting to get. I'm starting to get like fatigued. They're gonna take a break soon. I don't know when. Soon. All right, everyone. We are talking about box office today. That is why you clicked on this video. I mean, this this. Fuck, man. I'm all over the place. That's why you picked on this. That's why you. <laughs> I'm not editing. Any, I'm not editing any of this out either. That's why you clicked on this show. We are talking about box office from the weekend. Uh, we still have Godzilla versus Kong in week two. Uh, we still have, we have a new release, one new release this week, which I can't wait to bury. Seems like everyone else did, and I can't wait to do it myself. So we have, if you want to follow along, everyone, the box office for the weekend of. April 9th, 2021. Again, opening, we still had the second week of uh, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, third week for Nobody and others. So we'll get right into the opening weekend numbers. Let's start with you, Larry. What came in number one? So holding in at number one was Godzilla vs. Kong, which brought in $13.8 million in its second week of release, which is a 57% drop. But that does bring its domestic total up to $70 million, and its worldwide total, well, this says up to $338.6 million. I don't know. I think these Chinese numbers come in weird because what I had a report I had seen earlier was three fifty. But uh, Total, right? regardless, yeah, box office mojo says three thirty eight point six right now. Okay. So Okay, uh yes, thirteen point eight. So uh f- dropped fifty six percent. And well, I was actually surprised. More than we thought. We we predicted it would hold a little bit better. Yeah, because of the you know, the pandemic, there's no competition. I wonder why um yeah there was a they was the same amount of theaters plus 20 new theaters um i mean 13.8 is still pretty good in this time but uh even in the pandemic these blockbusters they don't hold up well huh in week two <laughs> yeah i mean it's weird because everything else held well yeah, um it's fun. just this uh so hopefully next week it holds a little bit better um because mm-hmm. it still has no competition next week nothing really is coming out so I don't know, but uh, seventy million makes it the biggest of the pandemic era already, domestic, uh, easily surpassing Tenet and uh, the ice. Uh, what is it? The Crudes too. Worldwide, it still does trail Tenet a bit, but I presume it will be catching that here quickly. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. So still doing it's I mean, it's still doing pretty good. Uh, totally. As far as like it's overall number and stuff. I'm still so a little surprised by the, uh, this weekend's number, but I think uh, having it having it do three hundred and thirty eight million worldwide right now. I think right now I saw that it was on track to complete its box office run around five hundred million, yeah. which uh, which which having having a pre pandemic movie round out to five hundred million is great. I think still, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, like in the pandemic and stuff like that, there's not really any movies that's doing that at all. So I think still, this is something still to be proud of. If you're Warner bros, uh, I am disappointed in the drop. I thought it was definitely going to drop at least 45, maybe even at, if anything, a solid 50%, but it dropped 56. So I was super surprised to see it's drop um, early, like yesterday when it was happening. So uh, yeah, 13.8%. Yeah, and the the direct pre-pandemic competition, uh, just to put that into perspective, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, ended with 386.6 worldwide. So Kong Godzilla vs. Kong will easily surpass King of the Monsters. Which is fucking nuts. If you really put into perspective that that's that's nuts as far as that it, it did all that during a pandemic. Um, really goes to show. Yeah. See, and I know a lot of people are like, "Yeah, continue the monster verse," but fuck. I mean, if you don't have a verses and stuff, then what's the limit when it comes to box office? If yeah. Godzilla versus Kong can beat the film, and it's different if like it beat it, you know, before, like uh, no pandemic, yeah. it beat the film. Okay, everyone kind of expected it to make more than three hundred and thirty million, you know. Uh, but the fact that it's come out in limited cities and limited theaters and limited capacity, uh, yeah, really surprising and stuff. Oh, definitely. I agree. And honestly, if it can get up to around 500, that's Mm -hmm. not far off of what Skull Island and the 2014 Godzilla did either. So yeah, that puts it right in the ballpark with all of the (laughs) other MonsterVerse movies. (laughs) Yeah. So a little, a little surprising for me, but um, all right, let's get number two. What do we got? So coming in at number two is Nobody, the action film, brought in an additional two point six four million, which was a twelve percent drop in its third week of release. But that brings the Bob Odenkirk film up to fifteen point six million domestic and twenty eight point nine million worldwide to date. On a budget of approximately sixteen million. Uh yeah, this is pretty good for uh, nobody. Two point six. Um, only dropped eleven eleven point eight percent in its third weekend. So, yeah. like you said, a lot of the other films held up pretty good. I've seen even seeing even seeing a lot of um, pluses to people's yeah. you know um, gains in the, from from last week. So I'm really not sure. I think it's a box box bluster, uh, blockbuster thing because yeah. this always happens when like blockbusters open and stuff like that. But yeah, two point six for nobody I think is still great and stuff compared to what it's going up against, what the movie is. So I'm really I'm impressed by it. Yeah, it's a little film. Like we said, we hadn't really seen much marketing for it prior to release, but I think the word of mouth has been overall positive and just trucking along. Yeah, so, all right, let's get into number three. What do we got? 
So coming in at number three is The Unholy, which brought in $2.4 million in its second week of release, which was a 23.8% drop. But that brings the Screen Gems horror film up to a domestic total of $6.7 million and a worldwide total of $6.9 million. So... Nobody was able to jump back over the unholy to grab that second spot this week. Yeah, I still don't know what this movie is. <laughs> I still haven't seen it <laughs> and stuff. I know it's Scream Gems. Is that is that that's Sony, I believe, that does those. Um, correct me. Is this is this on VOD? I do not believe so. I think okay, it's just yeah. in theaters. Yeah, I still want to see it. So I don't know what I'm going to do as far as the movie. <laughs> but but again. Uh, only 23% drop in its second weekend, uh, a pretty a solid. I was not expecting this movie to open to 2.4. I thought last week's number was an aberration, but this it barely moved. So, yeah. Uh, I think this is a great another good number. Yeah, it's a really strong number. Another small little screen gems film uh that I think is doing well for itself in the times we're in. So, Good on you for scaring up a little bit of business. <laughs> yeah, 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 seriously. And I, I, I do think this is because, you know, um, there's a lack of horror films when it comes to these, like, new movies that people want to go out to see and stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, I, th- I think this number is pretty good. I agree. <clears throat> okay, Larry, let's go to number four. What do we got? So number four, this is a fun one, is Raya and the Last Dragon, which brought in $2.2 million this week, which is actually an 8% increase in its box office in its sixth weekend of release. Also of note, to go along with a box office increase, the film was readily available starting this weekend on video on demand outside of the Disney uh, premium access uh, rental. But Ryan the Last Dragon, just in theaters, has now brought in thirty-five point three million domestic and one hundred and four point six million worldwide. So it has crossed that hundred million dollar mark, which is great considering the fact that it's it is on uh, Disney Plus and stuff with the premiere access. I think this gives Disney a lot of uh, confidence in Black Widow. Uh, there's been talks about maybe them taking it off of Disney Plus Premier Access, but I think if I I'm hearing that it's doing really well on um on Premier Access, so the fact that it's doing really well both at home and in theaters, uh, I think this gives us a lot of faith when it comes to Black Widow coming out. Yeah, I just find it really curious that it randomly just went boosted. up. Yeah, it just it lost ninety theaters, so it didn't get more theater screens. It just went up. <laughs> didn't you mention something last week about like a break for yeah kids? so like spring break has been kind of the last two weeks or so so maybe that's it because i am also noticing like the crudes increase this week too so maybe family films just did well i don't know the girl who believes in miracles increased but i don't know much about that but <laughs> yeah i don't yeah. know yeah i am um, yeah impressed very impressive on the film and it's sixth week uh, you know, really solid opening for for six weekends. Uh, listen, I again these the animated films 
I get, I thought, okay, so I thought just considering Godzilla versus Kong, that this was just going to be the movie to just like not move an inch. I presume yeah. because it's only week two that now maybe we'll see uh, yeah. it not, not move too much as far as, I mean, not drop too much as far as its percentage. But uh, these animated films have been the films that are just doing uh, extremely well when it comes to legs in a theater. Yeah, and honestly, next week, with how close they are, I wouldn't be shocked if Raya and the Last Dragon leapfrogged over the unholy for sure. And maybe even nobody, because they're all real bunched up right there for numbers two, three, and four. So um, I wouldn't anticipate a very big drop next week either, really. Yeah, yeah, which is which is which is great. So, uh, okay. <laughs> Number five. What the so, fuck have we got, Larry? Rounding out our top five is the only real new release of the weekend, and that is Voyagers, which brought in one point three. $7 million at the domestic box office, and it has yet to receive an international release. So, the PG-13 sci-fi space YA movie uh, from Lionsgate only opens to 1.3. How do you feel about that, Dwayne? 1.3? Listen, I'll take it. Okay? I'll take it, because <laughs> just because I know that it's going to drop into the depths of hell next week, and its number and go into into the into the non millions into the thousands. I'm excited. I was afraid. I was. I didn't have hope for the young audience. You know, when it came to this movie, I thought we were gonna sit here and get open to like four or five million. It did one point three. Whatever. <laughs> now let's move on from Voyagers because <laughs> Voyagers is fucking awful. So. Listen, yeah. I'll take I'll take the number. I'll I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, just as reference, even Chaos Walking, which has highly underperformed, uh, that opened to three point seven. So this is less yeah. than half of that YA's opening. Uh, doesn't quite have the stars. Ty Sheridan is not quite the star of Tom Holland, but uh, not a good opening for Voyagers. <laughs> yeah, not a good opening at all, and. Uh... There's no really, uh, there's no really actor or actress in this movie that can really bring in an audience anyway. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> uh, but listen, Larry, the, for the it's for the best, okay? It's for the best. Number five, whatever. I was hoping Tom, Je- Tom and Jerry could beat it, but it didn't. But hey, I will say it's great to have six movies in the millions. Yeah, Tom and you Jerry know? also came in above the one million dollar mark, just barely at one point one eight. That movie keeps mm-hmm. on now at forty one, almost forty two million. Uh, and worldwide, it's almost at that hundred million mark. So that might be the next one after Raya just passed that mark. Uh, maybe Tom and Jerry can get there this coming week. I hope so. Uh, I I hope it does really well. Um, okay. Any other stories from uh, the box office? From oh, dude, listen. Once you drop after six, it's like yeah. woof. <laughs> it, it yeah, it's just, not even like yeah. nothing even comes in like in the 900s 800s you we go we literally go from tom and jerry at one point uh 1.18 to the girl who believes in miracles uh with five hundred and sixty thousand. yeah 
Yeah, basically so, half a million. Uh, a lot to relax, man. I'll be doing the same thing with Hannah's dog. I don't know what's up with the dogs when it comes to this show. God, you gonna me. see the live action shorts or what? Uh, is that out? I see it on here. I'm actually surprised it's on there at all. But yeah, I'm gonna see them this week, both the live action and the animated. Dollars. Yeah, I mean, so much. Uh, the father got uh, a little boost. Hey, yeah, look, the father got some and some of the uh, some of the um, some the of the awards films got a little boof, boost. Judas, what? Judas. And who uh, who is seeing the war with Grandpa to give it this boost in its twenty seventh week of release? Who out Dude, there went I... to watch it twenty seven no weeks in? By the way, what the what fuck is, is it doing? Getting this boost? The fuck's a moth? Uh, What's that? that Shiva one? baby. <laughs> Shiva Baby! Listen, I still haven't seen it, but I'm, <laughs> I uh, I want to see it super bad. I just, I don't know what's going on with me and new releases. Uh, oh, it's opened, it's just, it's in number two, and this is not a good number, but I mean, it it it, percent, it, upped, it gained a lot, I guess. It did, it went, it went up quite a bit. dollars <laughs> Shiva Baby, Shiva Baby, it's total run in two weeks? Okay, in two weeks... $31,000. Like, fuck. <laughs> like, the indies are, they need help. I mean, they're Nobody's helping these. These indies need some help. News of the world, fine. You know, but like, holy even smokes. Like, like, look at this one. I didn't even know it was been out for nine weeks, though. French Exit, which I'm kind, I'm mm-hmm. like debating if I want to go see it. But French Exit, after nine weeks of release, it still hasn't made half a million. With Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. and Lucas Hedges, like, <laughs> like, oof. I don't um, know what's going on, you know, it just started showing near me though this past week, so I don't, I didn't even know it was out for nine weeks. There you go. Sorry, everyone. You're gonna, uh, yeah, I'm you're gonna, gonna go see it. the girl who believes in miracles, or what? I will not. Sadly. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> okay, what else do we have here? The marksman dropping what was the biggest drop this week boogie probably 53 million i mean put 53 percent yeah outside of kong and godzilla i think it was boogie mm-hmm. or things don't stay fixed with 72 percent oh, what what is this also oh i guess this was because of easter lamb of god the concert film dropping 74 <laughs> percent i'm sorry What's the movie? <laughs> well exactly <laughs> lamb of the god lamb of god the concert film. <laughs> okay, first of all, why why does it have seven hundred and seven thousand dollars in the box office? Uh, <laughs> I know we're sitting here what? talking about all these other movies that are under that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I I just get really disappointed in the Shiva Baby number uh, because this would have been a this this movie would have hit great in indie theaters. Speaking of indie theaters, we just have the we just got the heartbreaking news. Oh, no. I mean, I don't know if you've seen it, but I mean, heartbreaking news that. Arclight Cinemas are is, is like will not be reopening. What? I don't know if that's all of them, but I didn't see that. Here's a statement: uh, After shutting our doors more than a year more than a year ago, today we must share the difficult and sad news that Pacific will not be reopening its Arclight Cinemas and Pacific Theaters locations. And it, it it just says it doesn't say like for now. It says we have no viable way to continue. Wow, and that one just opened by you, right? They just opened the one in Boston, and I, I, I can't, I can't stress this enough. 
it's it, it's one of the most beautiful theaters I've ever been to. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. And they closed and they closed it. And now it's closed. is like one of the most popular theaters in LA. This is where I get this is really where I get angry when it comes to stu- movie studios and stuff like that. I, I just wish somebody would help some of these lesser like the theater chains i you know they they lost a lot too but the indie ones they should have been the ones to be preserved more than a lot of these other ones that that really that really guts me that really does well that i mean it just shows you like yeah amc was struggling for a while they find a way and that's just what big companies like that are able to get the financing they're able to move things around and you know things start they're able to at least leverage something to start getting that money to at least keep them afloat whereas these Mm -hmm. small theaters and small businesses they don't have that luxury they don't have that opportunity so yeah it's great that we're like okay yay amc and regal didn't go under but you know how many how many small little indies are about to never be able to open the doors again and there were so many down here there were so many in boston that i went to to see a movie like a shiva baby i they already know what theater i would go to 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 see shiva baby it's right in quincy in boston not quincy cambridge and uh it would have been fun you know i love that theater um it's called the kendall square theater you literally go in it's like super low-key and it's still beautiful a beautiful theater everyone just knows each other and um i was make i made friends with the uh the concessions dude and i i would have saw it there so i'm i'm extremely disappointed uh when it comes you know when it when it comes to the arclight cinemas i that sucks a lot so yeah uh prepare i i just think this this is not just for now too when it comes to these indies movies i just feel i i i I, there's a rude awakening when it comes to indie films and just indie theaters too it's it's gonna suck so we'll see yeah they're all gonna have to like now rely and hope that netflix buys (laughs) or amazon or you know whatever streaming service i guess someone has someone has and even shiva does have a streaming deal right I, who with Prime? Shiva I believe so. Baby? I believe yeah, it's on Prime right now, um, and it's on VOD right now in general. I believe. Okay. I I um I would love to see a streaming service just come in and maybe make the ArcLight like their theater, not yeah. don't change the name, but maybe do something where like a, I don't know who, but maybe like a maybe like a Apple TV Plus or like a Netflix just kind of uses the ArcLight to show their their uh netflix films and yeah. stuff like that with the addition of other films so that maybe that could help but um this sucks and I, that was one of the big theaters that you 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 know you Alyssa, ryan all were gonna go to and tyler we were all gonna go to that that was like one of them that was like the main one we were gonna go to just finally see um <sighs> so yeah Ooh, it just sucks. sucks it sucks yeah um, okay, so next week, what do we have? Nothing, right? Just God's above uh, his tongue again? In the earth. <laughs> that's why I was asking earth. you about it earlier today, because that's pretty much all that's opening for me. Also, this new Sebastian Stan naked movie, uh, Monday, that uh, I'm definitely going to oh find a way to see, God. but... Uh, <laughs> oh my God, Larry. That comes out Friday, too, but Larry. I don't expect to see it on the box office charts. Larry Chilson, what's going on? 
and in the earth as well i can't i mean it's not it probably won't even oh, break absolutely. a million like, absolutely this. not it's solid at most <laughs> I, see it. <laughs> I I know I'm not trying to be a downer when it comes to these. It's just why are you so shady toward poor in the earth? Well, I love the movie. I really liked it. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> it was one of my favorites from Sundance. But listen, it's a it's an indie, and uh, yeah, I can see a solid three hundred, two hundred thousand. Yeah, um, I'm actually kind of surprised that AMC pretty much is showing it at most of the theaters around me. I, I didn't think it would get a wide release like that. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, I know. All right, let's get into uh, the. That's it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. it for today's show. <laughs> everyone, listen, everyone, I'm sorry. I'll be much better next time Larry and I do this show. I'm just, I'm all over the place today. It's not, it has not, it has not been a good day. But, uh, listen, honestly, Larry, I think we can, we can hold off next week and come back for. Uh, Mortal Kombat and see what the box office is looking like. I just also, already know. Let me do this quick little rant since you just mentioned that. What's the point, Warner Brothers? Uh, we're back to you. Uh, yay, we can Ooh. we we can uh, give you success uh, praise Ooh. at the beginning of the show. What's the point of making this announcement that you're going to stop doing uh, screeners? When you continually make business decisions that release films all over the world months or weeks in advance with the internet being a thing, like, it, it can't be for spoilers. It, like, uh, what what's the purpose of that? I don't understand. I have no idea. None. It's nuts. It's none. nuts. They obviously don't care about spoilers. We saw that with how they handled Godzilla vs. Kong. And then after Godzilla vs. Kong, what do they do? They double down and make it an even bigger stretch between the international release and the U.S. release for Mortal Kombat. And there are already spoilers online for Mortal Kombat. So... Is there? Yes. I mean, I've avoided them, thankfully. I I heard Mortal Kombat's horrible. Um... (laughs) But it's just, I just don't understand Warner Bros. I don't get it. I don't know what, every time I want to be happy for them, you know, and we're happy for them right now with the box office because they're doing their thing. But, oh my gosh, just the business decisions. Why are they like this? (laughs) I have been saying this. Oh, let me not. <sighs> you know, I'm sure everyone's tired of me ranting about how much Warner Brothers is just with that this. announcement. I was, I was baffled. I was like, "What's the point? Like, I don't understand the purpose of of this decision. It's it's pointless." <laughs> I agree. I mean, WB got on WB is what I like. To say. <laughs> All right. So woo, <laughs> everyone. All right. So I think Larry and I, everyone, are going to be back for Mortal Kombat to discuss. Wait, they're not giving any screeners. Correct? Is that? I, I know. I'm. I'm just. Blanking. I think it they... starts in May. I think it starts in May. Oh, so they okay. should be giving Mortal Kombat screeners. Um, I was given the because... like, we'll reach out to you. Uh, response. So yeah, Alex asked me if I want to go. I don't. That's not a movie. Honestly, I really want to go see. I Lord. I just rather watch it at home, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so maybe I'll just watch it at home the day of when does it come out next Friday? Yeah. Sometime. I don't know because they pushed it back, so I think it's just one more week. Okay. Wait, so this it, it, it releases next week, not this week, right? Next Friday, I believe. What day? Didn't it? I could have sworn 
it's 20 something i can't remember let's see uh, mortal Kombat. i've been getting little buzzes about it uh, the to buy my tickets now yeah uh, yeah thing. 23rd 23rd hey that's the next that's the second shot of the vicky for me so fuck. <laughs> i might have to watch i'm gonna, I'm gonna have to watch that at home just in case so yeah um uh, Listen, Larry's dog is going ham. Let's end, this, let's end this show right here. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Larry and I will be back to discuss on the twenty on the weekend on the twenty third to discuss Mortal Kombat's numbers and see how it does. I just already can tell next week for Godzilla versus Kong, it's going to be like what, like seven, six, yeah, Dude, something in that maybe ballpark, like probably. Yeah, maybe like five-ish or something like that. But um, all right, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us once again, Larry. Larry, know where they can follow you. Yes, you can find me on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. All right, and you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, and you can follow me, follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemaniac World. Thank you guys for joining us. If this is your first time listening to the Box of Breakdown show, I promise you I'm better than this. <laughs> it's just it's one of them days, everyone. Larry and Larry's yeah. dog usually doesn't go haywire on the show. Either, <laughs> so just bear with She's us. She's usually <laughs> a little bit more chill. <laughs> just 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 come back on the twenty third. If you're listening, <laughs> you're like, ah, this show's running off a cliff. Got this got the co host slurring his words and all over the place and now he's dragging on the show. Darn right, everyone, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. <laughs>